Are you ready? Ready. We're here for an emergency. You like that pod, everyone. I, I mean, we literally just did a pod two days ago. You heard me talk about Stranger Things season four with Kennedy Landry and McLean Baxley. And I wasn't planning on this podcast topic to actually be a podcast uh, for multiple weeks. I was like, oh, we'll save it until like late July or August. Uh, and then something happened, which we'll talk about in a moment. <laughs> but on today's emergency episode, we are talking about Taylor Swift's sexiest songs. That's me, your host, Emily Liker, and friend of the pod, Kaylee Feldkamp. Kaylee, welcome back. You've been on the pod before, but I think this is really going to be a crowning moment for you. Are you, are you excited about this? Um, I'm incredibly excited, and I think it's very fitting that this is the topic that I've been brought back to talk about, so. First it was ice dancing, now it's Taylor Swift. And as we'll get into, there's actually quite a lot of overlap between those two things. I actually might put a hold on talking about overlap between ice dancing and Taylor Swift. We'd go over time. There just would be no, no limit to how much we could talk about. Um, fair enough, fair enough. But so basically, this just, we just kind of brought this up the other night. I think I texted you, what was it? I guess Sunday night? I, I, had, put, I had put that poll on Twitter about um, what is Taylor Swift's sexiest song. And that was inspired by that episode of The Summer I Turned Pretty when False God is playing in the background of uh, Belly and Conrad having an almost kiss, which is kind of a choice considering that song is literally about being railed so hard it's like a religious experience and these are supposed to be two teenagers but you know the artistic directors made a choice it did kind of fit the mood if you like separate it from its meaning um and then I was like I think there's a lot of controversy between what people think is the sexiest Taylor Swift song because I think Wildest Dreams is just kind of the one that people think of first but as you and I talked about we don't think that's the case. Yeah we'll get into Wildest Dreams more because it was accidentally left off the version I posted on Twitter which then caused a little bit of an uproar for some, from some people. <laughs> um, but yeah well the thing you had posted that poll and then I texted you asking what your Taylor Swift red flag was and I said that mine is that I don't skip soon you'll get better around in if they come on shuffle oh yes that's right and yours was that you don't think me is her worst song which that's a whole other debate we could have a whole other debate about what's the worst taylor swift song but then we talked about the poll and we got into some of our opinions and i was and like I no. say you not skipping soon you'll get better or ronin is very pisces of you extremely yeah. pisces of you it's just like I'll leave them on. Sometimes I'll cry to them. And maybe that's just the emotional release I needed. For them. <laughs> like, why would I skip it and deny myself the opportunity to relieve myself of some emotional tension? <laughs> any but so we got in the debate about the sexiest song. We brought up like the differences between hot and sexy, which you're going to get into in a second. And then I brought up like oh, is it like a yearning type of sexy song or a satisfied sort of sexy song? And the next morning, I sent you the first iteration of the four quadrant Taylor Swift's sexiest songs graph. For those who potentially haven't seen it and are just listening to the podcast, it, it looks like a, a four quadrant graph. The y-axis, y which is the like top to bottom, the vertical line, 
is sexy to unsexy, which we'll get into the definition of in a second, another controversial part of this graph. <laughs> and the x-axis is the horizontal one and it's yearning to satisfied. So that means you have like a sexy satisfied quadrant, a satisfied unsexy quadrant, an unsexy yearning quadrant, and a yearning and sexy quadrant. Kaylee, let's talk about what some of these words mean to us and how we decided on what the definitions were for them. So we'll get into it a little bit, but we're gonna get this out of the way. There is a difference between sexy and hot. And you and I have talked about how sexy is a song that sort of just like really gets you in the mood. If it came on while you were like in the moment or like in the middle of a like steamy little makeout session, you would not skip it because it really just sort of fit the mood. Um, I'm also gonna add that sex, sexy songs are songs that just kind of like make you wanna have sex. They like get you going. They like paint a picture in your mind of like the person that you want to like be with in that moment. But they have to be like really strong that though it can't be like there's one sexy lyric in it or like one mention of like a mention of sex in a song does not make it sexy correct correct it's like the overall vibe is which is this word i already know i'm going to say way too often in this pod it's lyrics it's vibes it's the instruments that are being played i know for there's a couple songs that i wrote down i was like i don't even think it's the words she's saying it's just the way she's singing them <laughs> Yes, that makes it sexual. So that's kind of like the sexy, unsexy definition. Yearning satisfied is a lot more self-explanatory. Like we basically used it like in the context of the song, whoever she's singing about, the romantic partner the song is about, is she yearning for them? Like, does she want them? Either she wants them back or she's never had them, or maybe she does have them, but not in the way she would want to, which is like the case with dress. Um, and then satisfied she's in a relationship or she's had that relationship and is not singing about it, but doesn't necessarily want it back. So those are a little easier to define. Um, I did skip over the, the reason we're here making the emergency podcast is because we tweeted this initial one out and we tagged two of our favorite podcasters, Nora Princiati and Nathan Hubbard, who do the every single album podcast for The Ringer. Of which I've listened to every single episode. <laughs> yes, yeah. And they started with Taylor Swift, like that's what kicked off the podcast. And so I tweeted this out on 4th of July and I was like, mm, probably not gonna see it because it's a holiday. Also, I don't know, it's Twitter. They're both relatively famous. <laughs> <laughs> They're both blue checks. Yeah, they've got blue check. Well, I have a blue check and I don't consider myself famous. <laughs> so I, we can't really use that as a metric anymore, honestly. <laughs> Nathan ended up responding later that night and was like, this is great. I think he said that he wanted Babe on there, which we'll get into. I have, an, I have an opinion. I have an opinion about Babe. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. And then I said to you, I said to you on Monday night, I was like, I have a feeling Nora's going to respond tomorrow. Yes, and she did. And it not like super blew up, but blew up enough for us that we were like answering questions in Twitter. <laughs> People had opinions. People were letting us know. Yeah. They're like, I don't think that song's sexy. Where's this song? And I was like, uh. <laughs> like I literally just threw this together Monday morning as I was sitting in my pajamas. <laughs> like, 
we'll make a new one. We'll make a new one. So we well, give it like thought and like think yeah. deep about our choices. Nora gave us some suggestions of songs to add and just generally wanted more songs. Um, and so I mean, I, we listened to Nora. So <laughs> we are going to make her proud and add more songs to this chart. So now that we have the parameters a little bit more cleared up, the backstory of how this came to be. The last thing I want to do before we fully dive into actually making the chart is each of us kind of picked out like three sexiest lyrics, two to three sexiest lyrics in our opinions, which for the graph, we're going to try and think like very broadly, like could most people find this sexy? Because obviously everyone has their own opinion. Um, disclaimer, neither of us has had sex to a Taylor Swift song. So none of this <laughs> None of this is of is really coming from a personal experience, but these are what we find to be the sexiest lyrics. So Kaylee, what were your three? Okay, so I chose two from some God tier sexy Taylor Swift songs, two songs that people generally agree upon as being like pretty sexy. Um, the first is from False God, which contains maybe the sexiest use of a saxophone that I've heard in a Taylor Swift song. And the lyric is, I know heaven's a place, I go there when you touch me. Great. 10 out of 10, amazing. Second is from Don't Blame Me. Ooh. And it, it is, my name is whatever you decide. <laughs> like, come on. I, I will say I didn't consider Don't Blame Me as much because I sang it in my acapella group this year. So like I, one, I listened to it 8 million times. And two, I would never listen to it. It sucks now, but I can understand why other people would find it sexy. Both of these songs, False God and Don't Blame Me, they straight, they really make some nice, some funny parallels between like sex and like religion and God. And as like a former recovering Catholic, I feel like that's maybe what I was just so drawn to, you know? That's fair. Um, but then my wild card, like out there, choice for sexiest lyric is so it's from style but when you think of the lyric what you've heard is true but I can't stop thinking about you and if you picture Harry Styles saying that that is by far the sexiest thing that I can imagine okay okay I'll, I'll, I'll let that slide <laughs> this is the personal opinion section um okay my three Yes, let's hear them. These are not necessarily in any particular order. Um, the first one I wrote down is from Dress, which is really up there for me in sexy songs. I love Dress. Um, I, I am a Dress stan. I, I think that might be just my personal pick for her sexiest song. But. Yeah, the more, I, the more I was listening to it in preparation for this, I was like, yeah, this really might be it. Because it was so hard to pick one lyric out of the song. Like, the oh, yeah. chorus is so good. I, I settled on carve your name into my bedpost because I don't want you like a best friend. <laughs> I almost chose that one. Like, come on. What is this little <laughs> friends to lovers trope? <laughs> Some of her lyrics are also more like, you know, implied sexy. She doesn't really like go out there, but in dress, she really just like goes a hundred miles an Literally, hour. Literally, I bought this dress so you can undress me. <laughs> Take this off my body. Let's go fuck right now. I think that idea too, like I literally just bought this dress so you could take it off is extremely attractive to me. It's so hot. It's so hot. Um, <laughs> my second one that I wrote down was from 
So It Goes, which didn't make it on the original list just because I was rushing and it's not one I listened to a ton, or at least it's on Reputation, which is probably one of my most listened to albums of hers. But it's not one that I've ever like fully clicked with, I guess. Um, but after everyone was like, so it goes, it's one of the most sexy. I was like, okay, I need to obviously pay more attention. Um, I'm not a bad girl, but I do bad things with you. <laughs> great, great line. I literally, I underlined that earlier when I was like doing research for this. I was like, Taylor, Taylor. No. Uh, Reputation is the album where she dials it up to like 11 in terms of sex, sex appeal. Sex factor. Like, that was kind of like the album that I started looking at. Like I did look a little in 1989 when I was making the original graph, but it's, it felt weird to go before Reputation because... There's some that you can make arguments for stuff on 1989. Yeah. I I have a song I want to talk about on Red later, but like anything pre-Red cannot be in the sexy column no. <laughs> or the no. sexy quadrants. But extremely high on the yearning factor pre yes. pre-Red oh. for sure. Uh, my final lyric was from False God, which is also one of my one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs. Not it's even like so favorite. underrated. It's phenomenal the saxophone just great oh. um and it's even if it's a false god you'd still worship this love which like you mentioned the song is literally about the sex being so good that you're like worshiping the others <laughs> just, just. will any of us plebeians ever achieve that <laughs> or is that something only taylor swift gets to experience <laughs> so i will say I don't know that a man that looks like Joe Alwyn could be that good at sex. Well, according to Taylor Swift, according to these lyrics. It is, but maybe that's just my personal preference. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about a quiet, unassuming man with a like larger than life famous girlfriend who's just like content to be in the shadow. I he looks up grinning like a devil. <laughs> We'll talk about that when we get to Cruel Summer. We'll talk about <laughs> my, my point that I sent via voice message the other day. Okay, let's dive into the graph though. Okay. Just going over the ones that we already had on here, talking about why they landed where they landed and if we need to change them. What quadrant do we want to start with? I think we need to start with sexy and yearning because I think we have the most material there. I also really have a bone to pick with Wildest Dreams being completely like level with comeback be here in terms of sexy. I think we could do some rearranging there. I, I, yeah, we could, we could. I, I also, style, I was thinking about it the other day. I don't think it needs to be that high because it's very like PG sexy, you know? I think for me, it's the production on style. Like it's the music part of it. Like the like not yeah not the lyrics the lyrics aren't like overtly sexy or like make you think of sex but like the production on it and like if I'm think if we're thinking of songs that I would enjoy like making out to or like having sex to hypothetically because no one really has sex to music like that um like style I think is up there for me so I would maybe move it a little bit but I think I think it's okay if the lyrics aren't sexy but the song still is and you had a lyric from style in your sexiest lyrics. <laughs> and I was gonna I was gonna say, just if you're like me, every time you hear style, you picture Harry Styles, which I find him sexy and attractive. So that automatically gives it like 
plus 10 points. So, but so Wildest Dreams for me falls into like the category of Taylor songs where there's like some very sexy like sighs. She does a lot of like sighing and like moaning. And I think that's actually the sexiest part of Wildest Dreams because the lyrics are more like implied sexy like we talked about, but that sort of really just helps set the mood, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do we feel like, do we feel like it's okay where it is on the yearning scale? Do you feel like it needs to move right or left at all? Yeah, because I think at least with Wildest Dreams, she's not yearning for like what it could be. She's sort of just being like, hey, when it, when this is all said and done, I want you to remember me. Yeah. Which is like a type of yearning, but not like off the scale yearning. Okay. So we're just looking at moving it up. Do we feel like there? Like I would do a little, I would do in between, I can see it a little in the other quadrant, don't blame me and delicate because I have a thought on delicate when we get to that quadrant. Okay. I think, I think right, right there it looked, looked pretty good. Yeah. Okay. haven't looked at an xy axis since like <laughs> college algebra yeah you know me either but this isn't math it's just words and colorful dots so actually very uh scientific research actually that dot ended up so big hold on okay that's better that's a better sized dot i would say oh yeah okay So then come back, be here. Are we feeling like that's okay where it is? I don't get sexy vibes from come back, be here, but that's also because- the bridge for me, like the, <laughs> you're in London and I'm break down, not around. This is when the enough, but I think it's almost like so yearning that it's like heartbreaking to me and heartbreaking doesn't give me like sexy vibes. However, if it was going to be over the x-axis, I'm I'm comfortable with where it's at. Okay, okay. Let's just leave that one then. Dress, same with dress. Like I feel like it could potentially go more yearning, but I'm okay with where it's at. Like I think pretty... dress needs to be off the chart level sexy. So I agree. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that quadrant is done then. Let's. Well, do we want to add more or do we want to? No, we're going to do that. We're going to go through all the songs we have first. And then I think we'll hit the other ones because that will be easier. We're going to go down to the yearning and unsexy quadrant. I think this one looks pretty good. We didn't really get complaints about this one. I you think- talked about gorgeous. So <laughs> with gorgeous, does the- literal child's voice intro at the beginning not disqualify it from being sexy. No, I, I agree. I completely don't think it should be sexy because my argument too was the lyrics are so repetitive and like it's not her greatest lyricism by far. Like I can't look at your face because look at your face. Like what? Like if I heard that while someone was like kissing me, I would be like, shut up. <laughs> Stop. Move away from me. <laughs> Or if someone said that to me, I'd be like, what does that even mean? <laughs> it gives me like, you're so drunk in a club and you can't stop telling your partner how gorgeous they are. Gorgeous is, 
is me blacking out my freshman year and apparently saying some very off the wall for things to one of my male friends who was getting me home. That is what gorgeous <laughs> is. That is literally what gorgeous is. Gorgeous is me whenever I have more than two drinks in a night grabbing your face and being like, I would die for you. I think gorgeous is gorgeous is where it is. I wish you would. I think we could switch August and I wish you would on the yearning category. Oh, no, I wish you would is so yearning though. I wish you would come back, which I never hung up the phone like I did. I wish you would come back. Like, okay, this, this, gets so into my, this gets into my point. I think there's a difference between yearning and longing. And I think yearning is sort of like a hope for what something could be i.e. August, where she's dreaming about the relationship she could have had with James had he not gone back to Betty. When I wish you would is more longing because it's just like regret over what happened or what could have been or how it was. I would argue that August is also longing then because she did have something with him. She just wished it could have been more. That, that is true. That is true. So I get what you're saying, but I don't think it works in the case of arguing between these two songs. Okay. I would be open to potentially moving one or both of them like on the yearning scale. I, I do, I'll admit, have a very strong personal connection to I Wish You Would. It was like my favorite song of 2016 or whatever, 1989 dropped. And I listened to it constantly because I liked to imagine that it was me. But like, as an August Leo, I do have a strong connection to August as well. So I am recognizing my bias right, right here, right up front. I really think this quadrant was good. We didn't get a single comment about the songs in this quadrant. We just moved them slightly closer together. Slightly closer together. Like if I just popped, hold on. If I just popped like I wish you would on the other side of where the text is, like something like. Something like that. It to be an oval. Oh my god. Maybe I won't. Why does it really want it to be a box? I don't know. Are you watching? <laughs> <laughs> Can't draw a circle. <laughs> Lord. Let it be known we are not artists or mathematicians or whoever else makes graphs also know. i'm doing this on my ipad and it the pen is really finicky which i don't love okay well we're just gonna settle with that and i will make it look prettier before we publish this is, our, this is like the rough draft this is a rough draft and then like do we this think is the, this is the draft you turn into your editor and be like, please clean this up for me. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, I'll clean it up when I'm sitting alone in my apartment. <laughs> Do we think, okay, August over two or just? I think August maybe like squarely in the middle. Okay. Because as you mentioned, it's both longing and yearning. Yeah. That was a good circle. That was a really good circle. That one went right away. Okay. And then my final, my final suggestion is to make, just move gorgeous past August, because I think I wish you would in August and you belong with me are much more yearning than gorgeous. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah.
like here. Yeah, perfect. Okay, yearning and unsexy quadrant solidified. Someone, oh, actually, I think someone did say, maybe it was in our, in our like friend group chat that they thought August should be above the sexy line. And I was like, I could like maybe see it, but at the same time, like. I, I think, I think August as sexy is very much, it's less objective and much more subjective, yeah. you know, like if you would have like, Folklore as an album doesn't give me like super sexy vibes, but like there are songs that lean more that way. I don't think I would skip August necessarily if it came on, but I wouldn't like. It wouldn't go on a playlist specifically for that purpose. <laughs> Correct. Okay, our little three song satisfied unsexy quadrant, which apparently caused a problem between Nora and her, her partner. Um, I did end up moving lover up higher when I cleaned up the graph because I did realize that that was what was I thinking I, I like lover I I am a paper rings hater a little bit I don't love I am, I am a huge paper rings stan but it's because I made like cheesy hopeless romantic so I, well I usually am too but it just sounds very most of it sounds very childish to me and then you get to the bridge and I'm like oh the bridge is cute like the like when she gets all like soft and stuff like that's cute it kind of makes me it, it just like whenever I hear it it makes me want to skip down the sidewalk it's just like for me like I'm almost 25 and it makes me want to skip down the sidewalk I don't know definitely not sexy vibes but like extremely cute extremely fun um okay so originally originally lover was right next to Paper rings. Paper rings. It was more in the like satisfied though, because like lover, they're like, I always think lover, they're married already. <laughs> oh, that, oh, oh yeah. Okay, here's my opinion on lover. Mm -hmm. Lover, as I was thinking about it, falls into like a subcategory that I don't know what to do with. And I think it's sensual songs. Mm. Songs like treacherous, lover, even like call it what you want, I think is more sensual yeah. than sexy. And it's because, especially with those songs, there it's not just like, oh, I want to rip your clothes off. It's we have this meaningful connection and that's why I'm attracted to you. Yeah. It's softer. It's more like I view it as like rose colored, you know? So mm. I don't know what to do with that though. Yeah, I don't know. I moved it up a little bit. We could move it up more. But I, I don't know. I still feel like that having moved it up a little bit is probably good for, for lover I, and paper rings for the purposes of this graph. Because I do think you make a good point about it does fall into like a different dimension of yes, hotness, sensualness, sexiness. So if we wanted to, if it, if we wanted to make it more like sensual is a type of sexy we could just move it closer to the x-axis but like not over the top sensual could be like right below the x-axis yeah it could go up I mean compared to like if we're looking at the other songs in the in the unsexy quadrants that's true I would have I like over gorgeous for sure lover over gorgeous yes okay 
what about I wish you would in August? And then we have to get to cruel summer in a second, which is going to cause debate, but we love her right now. Love her right now. I think I would have sex to love her over August and I wish you would. And I think it's because the slow sort of pace, just like very, it gives me like, you know, just like, you're not in a hurry, you know, like, but at the same time, you can't have sex to love her with a one night stand. No. So it has to be Not like a committed relationship type of sex. So I think that maybe will put it eventually below cruel summer. Okay, yeah. So before we, we before we draw the new lover dot, let's talk about cruel summer for a second. Let's talk about cruel summer. I, I want to start with I think there are parts of this song where the lyrics are in, are incredibly sexy. And I think the idea behind the song is incredibly sexy. Like I sent a voice message to you and our friends the other day being like, I'm so glad that there's the line, he looks up grinning like a devil, which implies that the song is about someone who will eat Taylor out. Uh, As she deserves. And that's important because Cruel Summer is one of her best songs probably. It's, a, it's like a top five Taylor Swift song. Yeah. And you cannot write a song like Cruel Summer about someone who will not do anything that no. sexually. Like. Someone who cares about female pleasure is sexy. However, sexy. But if they're operating under the like, would you make out or would you like have sex to it? I cannot see myself doing either because I immediately just want to scream it like it's not it's yeah. not like it gets to the it gets to the bridge and it's like I don't want to keep secrets like I'm like screaming no matter where I'm listening to it like that bridge comes on and I'm yelling like I, I no one's lips they're gonna stop that I think this song is hot not sexy this yeah. song makes me want to have a like hot summer fling and then never think about it again it like gets me it gets me in the mood to go out and dance with my friends and maybe find a guy to make out with, maybe not. It's hot, but it's like you said, I don't think it's sexy. So are we putting, I think if we put Lover above it, it can't be too far above it because there's still all these restrictions to how Lover is sexy. So I would go somewhere like, Like here, maybe? I think that's a pretty fair place. Because it keeps it in line with like the satisfied that it was before. Because mm-hmm. it it's one of her, the person who's singing in Lover has never been more satisfied with her relationship. Oh, yeah, no. She is all in. Okay. Okay. That quadrant's good then. We're not moving Cruel Summer. I think I think Cruel Summer is correct where it is. I think we lock it in. Yeah. I think this might be my favorite quadrant. This quadrant? Yeah, because it's the sexy quadrant. It's the, the sexy and satisfied. Okay. Um, my first- False God. <laughs> false God is exactly where it needs to be. That is, because it's just like, it's not quite satisfied because it's like, we might get away with it. We don't know if we're going to get away with, like there's still some doubt there as to whether this can be sustainable. So it can't be further on the satisfied. It could go off the charts on sexy in my opinion, but we got to keep things readable. 
<laughs> we'll leave it at the top there. What, what's your point that you want to make about delicate? Delicate and call it what you want. I'm making the argument should go down, even maybe with this love, because they're more sensual. Mm. Especially, yeah. especially call it what you want. Call it what you want makes like the lyric, I want to wear his initial on a chain around my neck. That's not necessarily yeah. sexy, but it's very, very sensual. And it like communicates someone who has a deep love and trust with their partner, which I think is like sensual and sexy in its own way. It's very, yeah. similar, to, very similar to Lover. However, in terms of like, which one I would rather have sex to, I don't know. I would say delicate, I feel like. Delicate kind of fits the more like dimmed lights, you know, like yeah. high across the bar vibe for sure. So, so we could switch delicate and call it what you want on the Y axis. Yeah. But then are we, wait, I thought you said delicate more sensual. So that would bring it down closer to lover, wouldn't it? That's true. That's true. But you said you would rather have sex to delicate than call it what you want. Oh, I thought we were talking about delicate and lover. I, I think I would rather have sex to call it what you want. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. I kind of feel like we leave them. You want to leave them? I mean, I'm not, I'm not necessarily mad at the place. We feel pretty ambivalent to them. Like, like they're okay where they are. Like, I, I don't feel that strongly. And we're gonna have other things that will come in and fill out the chart more and potentially, like if for some reason we're like putting stuff in and we're like, wait, this absolutely cannot be the order, we can address it again. But like, I honestly feel very good about this quadrant. Like, I, okay. I, well, think okay. I actually, I do have one bone to pick. I don't think King of My Heart is sexy at all. I love King of My Heart. So do I, but it gives me similar, it gives me, gives me similar vibes to Cruel Summer. Yeah, I would maybe move it down a little bit. Can we move I, it? Like I would be okay with moving it down. I really like that song. Are we going, are you willing to move it into the satisfied unsexy quadrant? Like right below the line? I was going to say maybe on the line. Like I would do it on the, on the okay. axis. Okay. Because I think it can be, it could be both ways. Like, yeah. Okay, I think that's a good compromise. Pull my heart down. But keep it at the same level of satisfied, right? Yes. Oh goodness, what did I just do? There we go. Okay. Okay. Anything else with this quadrant? I don't think so. I, I would like to say, not that we're gonna move it, um, but this love, I think the sexiest part of this, it, this is one of those songs where it's sexy because of the vibes and because of like the breathiness with which she sings and also like, yeah, it's just the vibes and the breathiness for me. Cause like oh, yeah. the lyrics aren't necessarily that sexy. 
but it just feels so ethereal. <laughs> like, just feels very, it's not like super high on the sexiness charts, but I definitely would not turn it off if it came on. Okay. And I'd probably put it on a playlist for a particular kind of vibe. But I, okay. yeah, all said. That's the chart pre-editions. Okay. So we, we wrote down all the ones that people suggested to us on Twitter and then added a couple more and they are as follows. So It Goes, Better Than Revenge, Enchanted, Wildest Dreams, Ready For It, I Know Places, Ivy, Gold Rush, New Romantics, Babe, I Don't Want to Live Forever, I Think He Knows, Getaway Car, and You Are In Love. There's a couple obvious ones that I think we can throw on this right away without debate. So It Goes and I Don't Want to Live Forever. I think both go in the sexy satisfied quadrant for sure. I think so it goes as more sexy yearning. Hold on, I need to pull up the lyrics again to so it goes. My one, well, while I'm looking this up, my thing about I don't want to live forever though. I don't, I, this might be controversial. I don't actually think it's that high on the sexy axis because, I, because the intro the uh, 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 sounds like it belongs in an ad for a cruise ship. And I think if it started playing, I would be a little bit like, uh, for like the first five seconds and then Zane would come in and I'd be like, okay, okay, it's, it's fine. Zane, leave it off. Zane high notes are the song Saving Grace. <laughs> yeah. That in and of itself, very sexy. I have always been a Zane girl. I love him. Um, her latest recent personal life issues aside. Um, but the lyrics itself aren't like explicitly sexy. And I do think it loses points for being a part of the Fifty Shades soundtrack, which is an objectively unsexy film. I have never seen Fifty Shades Grey. It's still on my watch list of things, to, things, pieces of culture I feel like I need to participate in, but I need to be in a correct headspace to participate in that. I have only seen, weirdly enough, the second one because it came out on Valentine's Day, like my sophomore year or something. My and God. my friends and I snuck in wine to the theater and watched it. And it was not supposed to be, but it was the funniest movie I saw all year. <laughs> okay, so if we're talking about I Don't Want to Live Forever, then are we feeling like down at the bottom here somewhere? I do think I Don't Want to Live Forever is sexier than call it what you want really yes because of Zane's high notes that's true I the cruise the cruise ad intro really that, sounds, that sounds like a personal <laughs> it that sounds like something that you I did not need to work at all I think we can okay. nestle it nestle it right in between don't blame me and call it what you want okay yeah that's where I was about to Like right there? Yes. Okay, so that's, I don't wanna live forever. What, what would we, I, for so it goes, I don't think it's that yearning because it's a relationship she's in. That's true, that's true. But I also don't think it's super satisfied because I think it's just about like one good night. Not necessarily that the relationship is bad, but. That's true. Well, I mean, do we want to go like up this region then? Yeah, I would put it maybe like a 
above don't blame me but like in between don't blame me and call it what you want in terms of satisfied because I don't think it's not I it's not as satisfied as call it what you want because that's like one of her songs where she admits how in love she is yeah so we're saying like this region yes okay I think that's, I think that's good. Oh my goodness. Let me draw a circle. I'll clean it later. It'll be fine. I feel like people are gonna um, have a problem with that. Because <laughs> yeah. there was a, quite a few people being like, so it goes is her sexiest by far, but. I, I know. Also, the there's a weird overlap between middle-aged men and So It Goes fans. Yeah, that was odd. Granted, those were all people that commented after Nathan retweeted. So it was like, I mean, that's more of his demographic. He is a middle-aged man. Um, An internet dad. Yeah, and then once Nora retweeted it, it was a lot more like young women. But um, yeah, that was interesting. I was like, I didn't know that all these like 30 to 40 year old men had this strong opinion about Taylor Swift. Anyway, okay, so we knock so it goes and I don't wanna live forever off the list. Let's do, I know, let's talk I know places. Okay. I know places and getaway car. So they're not necessarily songs I would skip if they came on, but also not necessarily songs that I would put on a playlist. Yeah, my thing, I, I know places, I think the sexiest part of the song is the little baby that she gives going into the chorus. Like that is sexy, like a sexy two second snippet. Yes. So like I would be inclined to put it like just barely above the x-axis. Yeah, because there's also that, I, you know, it's that idea of like, I know places we can hide. There's like that secret little like adrenaline rendezvous energy that it gives, so. Do we want to do like between this love and come back be here? Yeah, yeah. Where on the yearning to satisfy do you think it is? That's a good I know place I mean like it's like I know places we can go so I would be inclined to put it towards yearning but just barely same it's, it's not about the relationship yearning it's about like I, she's yearning for a place that they can be in this relationship or have this romantic I, I agree so maybe just just to the the left of the I know you are troubled text but above the, the bar, yeah. Yes. Between this love and, okay. I'm running out of colors. Dark green. So like, here? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's good. I like that. And what about getaway car? I feel like you're gonna have a stronger opinion about this than me. Whenever I hear getaway car now, I just hear the, we're in a getaway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm losing my uh, money, okay. money in the back, like the TikTok, like the, the noise. 
whenever I hear getaway car, I just think of poor Tom Hiddleston and how he was a rebound relationship on the way to our blonde king, Joe Alwyn. And that is true. So I don't know. That doesn't, and it's basically the most unsatisfied song, one of the more unsatisfied songs that she has, because she's basically like, yeah. Um, you were just a stop on my road to my eventual relationship. So yeah. I, that doesn't like, at least for me, now that I, I don't know if I can separate that from the song. So I don't know if it gives sexy vibes. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think it does either. I don't think I have anything written down about getaway I, car, really. I would have sex to getaway car over paper rings. And so therefore I think it should be on on the y-axis because it's not yearning but it's not satisfied it's strictly unsatisfied (laughs) and I think it should be below cruel summer and lover but above gorgeous oh okay just because of the the baby's voice at the beginning of gorgeous I'm sure that is true it is a tough get around on that Okay. Off our list of additions, what's the next thing you want to talk about? Okay. I have an opinion about Ivy. Okay. And it's that I don't think songs about infidelity are sexy. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, you and I briefly talked about illicit affairs, and they just give me more sad vibes. I just, I don't think I can get down to a song about cheating. Yeah, I think it would potentially like fall on the y-axis somewhere or it's, on the x-axis somewhere. I think it's very high on yearning because yeah. they're yearning for this person that they can never have. I think it's extremely yearning, but it's not, it's not sexy to me. I'm sorry. No, I, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't. I don't like super get why you would like even just like in the the like vibes of the song like it's not super sexy this is the same way I feel about gold rush which is one of the ones that like Nora was like I can't believe this is on here and gold rush is more like it's very yearning so it definitely can go on the chart because it's like the what would it be like to grow up this beautiful which I do think has like some like some etherealness to it which is why this love is above the sexy line but like it's a different kind of etherealness it's like it's very much in the vibe of like evermore and folklore just like straight magical etherealness versus like sexy etherealness okay so let's do let's do ivy first nice green so it's gonna stay on the x-axis Yes. So far, I don't think I don't think it's it's as yearning as comeback P here. No. But I think I think right there is a good placement, just a little above August, because I think because they're yearning for this thing that they will never have versus August, who's yearning for something she had, that mm-hmm. gives it the extra the extra extra points. I agree. And then what about Gold Rush? 
I would be inclined to take Gold Rush. I almost think Gold Rush, Gold Rush should be right next to I know places or a little below. A little below. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I feel like, yeah, because I mean, even like in terms of yearning, like it's not that much. I don't know. Yeah. Should, should it be? That. Should it be? Should it be directly across the y-axis from I know places? Because she is in this relationship with this person that she can't stop describing as beautiful. That is true, and it does have that etherealness that I mentioned. Yeah. So it could be. Like, yeah, like. I think directly, yeah, right there is perfect. Okay, so if I'm looking at my list then, what we have left to talk about, this is a a really mixed bag here. Better Than Revenge, Enchanted, Ready For It, New Romantics, Babe, I Think He Knows, and You Are In Love. Okay, so... I think he knows, I think we can put that in the somewhat sexy, satisfied quadrant. I I think it's less sexy. If you put it in sexy, it's barely above the line, I think. I think it's less sexy than gold or uh, this love. Yeah, because it's too, it's too like, bouncy like yeah. I think yeah. he knows do, 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 do. like it, it could be cute it feels like an afternoon makeout sesh yes it wouldn't yes. be a, a lights out makeout sesh or sex it's like it's a, it's a post bottomless brunch <laughs> makeout session yes mm-hmm. um, so I, I think we can put it yeah like right like in between this love and king of my heart like here? Yeah. Okay. What about Enchanted? Enchanted okay. is obviously not in, I don't think in the sexy region. I think Enchanted is, is our off the chart yearning. I think you don't get more yearning than Enchanted. And in fact, when I was writing down sexiest lyrics, I also just like made note of like most yearning lyrics. Mm-hmm. And I think the lyric, please don't be in love with someone else, please don't have somebody waiting on you, is it's true. maybe her most yearning lyric of all time. I, yeah, I would agree. What song did we just put on the chart? Sorry, I just... I think he knows. I, that's correct. Yeah, um, my enchanted story is that I slow danced to... <gasps> that's so cute. <laughs> it was funny because it was this guy that was like more of a friend he was a year older than me. I think I was in seventh grade. So I was like 13. And it's like one of those school dance, like in the gym type dances. And such a slow dance song. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure our, like some of our other guy friends, like egged him on to like ask me to, the, to dance because oh we're like just sitting around or whatever, but like, not in like a bad, like not in like a teasing way, just in oh, like, okay. you know, it was a very yeah. interesting situation. So like neither of us like super liked each other, at least not that. I did have a short crush on him later, um, unrelated to the Enchanted incident. 
but that's so long. We still that song's like five minutes long. I was like, has it always been six minutes long? Like, it's crazy long. And she wrote, a six minute song. she wrote a six minute song about the Owl City guy. Yeah, that is tough. That, I mean, honestly, does that make it not sexy? Well, we already said it's not sexy. Well, it's not sexy. Yeah, that contributes to the unsexiness is that it's about the Owl City guy. Enchanted is also very, it is, it's not ethereal though in the way that this love and Gold Rush is. It's more sparkly. It gives like much younger, daydreamy, like I have a crush that I know will never be reciprocated vibes. Yeah, I do. I think it's, I think I would put it way, I would put it higher on urinane but above you belong with me in terms of sexy. Okay, so like really we're talking about like off the charts here. Off the charts here. Nick. Like there? Yes. I'll fix that later. Yeah, I would agree. And again, it falls into that category we kind of talked about at the beginning where it's like, it's too old of, like she was too young. Still. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't think I don't think nineteen-year-old Taylor, nineteen-year-old Taylor who wrote "Speak Now" was not writing sexy songs. No, which is fair. Like, absolutely fair. Not have expected her to be writing sexy no. songs. Nineteen. Okay, we got a couple more to power through. Um, I don't know why people suggested better than revenge because no. I don't see it yearning or sexy vibes. Yeah, it's no. a revenge. It's not song. going on the chart. It's not, it's not yeah. going on the chart. But I don't know if it's not going on the chart. I was doing it like before we got on. And I was like, why? What do you I think it's because like sex is mentioned in it because she's like she's better, better known for things that she does on the mattress. But it's literally a song about a woman hating another woman because yeah. she's herself. <laughs> It's 2022. Slut shaming is not sexy. Like, okay, thank God we're on the same page about this. <laughs> okay, oh. this might be controversial too. I don't feel like New Romantics is sexy. I guess it's Whoa. satisfied, but it's not sexy. Is it even satisfied with the relationship, or is it satisfied with like? It's. I think. I think it's more talking about like life and friends and going out. It yeah. like completely sums up the vibe of 1989 for me but like I don't get sexy vibes at all no. it's very much very much party very much pre-gaming with your friends for a night out type thing yeah I vote I vote we leave it off the, yes. the chart yeah. okay Nathan said babe which I was like I can't even sing you babe right now if I wanted to because I I just I am okay I am a Babe fan. I love Babe, but Babe, okay, Babe falls into this category that I was talking about earlier, which is more longing versus yearning. So I think it could go on the chart because it's definitely like she's upset with the person for messing up their relationship and she's thinking about like what they could have had. But I didn't say he was like, it's like a third round. Like we need like a different category for Babe. I will say, the the bridge is sexy the since you admitted it i keep picturing your hands on your like i was listening to it and i was like oh maybe i can see it do you think it's sexy because it's only on red taylor's version and 30 plus year old taylor sang it if 22 year old taylor sang it i don't think it would be sexy oh 
Interesting. You probably have a little bit of a point there. Um, okay. So if we were going to put it on the chart, I think it's, I think it is between August and gorgeous in terms of yearning. Okay. And I think it's, uh, yeah, maybe like halfway between August and the X axis. Okay. Like there, or is that too high? No, I think that's perfect. Okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. The, the bridge really does do wonders for it because the, the rest morning. of it, like the forget about your promises, promises, like that doesn't really do no for me personally. What about the other one I was not super sure why people were suggesting was ready for it. Okay, I listened to ready for it. It has it has the lyrics in some places, but I think I texted you this. The like insane speaker pumping beat drops are very unsexy. It makes me think of like a literal like the speakers blasting at a frat party. Yeah, like it's too. It, someone said that like when the Olympics are held in LA in what twenty twenty eight. I think. I think I saw this either tweet or TikTok. Yeah, ready for it has to be the song that the Olympians walk out to. <laughs> it's, a song, it's a song back in my heyday when I ran track that I would listen to to like pump me up for a race, yeah. not to like turn on to set the mood. Yeah, it, and also like, it's not like the, re like what she's asking if you're ready for is sex. Like right. that would be different if it was like, are you ready for it? And it was like super, like, but that's not what it's about. So like, I don't, Feel like it's it on has the some sexy it has some sexy lyrics you know in the middle of the night in my dreams that's true see the things we do baby but as we're talking about sexy lyrics does not necessarily make a sexy song yeah so i think we leave it off the chart leave it off completely do we think do we feel like it should go on like maybe like because i don't feel like it's yearning you're satisfied but could it maybe go like right below i knew you were trouble because could, yeah like you know like on the axis there Mm -hmm. I'm truly running out of colors now. Um, like that. Like there, maybe. Is that too high? No, I think that's. I think that's. I think that's a. Would you? Ha I is it? Does it fall above or below August? Is that the question? I think it falls above August. Okay, yeah. I, I think so. I agree, I agree. Once you get past the like insane bass and beat drop. Like, I mean, you can turn down bass on the speaker. That is true, that is true. <laughs> okay, last one that is, you are in love. Okay, I, I need to talk about this song because is it yearning or is it satisfied? Well, because the relationship she's that she's, a, she's singing about a satisfied relationship that she doesn't have. So exactly. I'm so, I'm so torn. I don't know because the relationship she's singing about, they're happy, they're in love, they're best friends, but she is not a, per, a member of that relationship. And it's almost as if she wants it. And is that maybe the most yearning of all? No, I don't think it's the most yearning of all. 
Okay, okay. It's definitely, I would say it's probably on the yearning side. Yes, I think it's, oh gosh. Um. <laughs> is it? Or, or because, because it, you're in love. Is it on the Y axis? Like straight in the middle of yearning and satisfied because she's singing about this relationship that is satisfied. Maybe I would be inclined to put it, put it like kind of towards like I know places like just to the left towards yearning because I think like the more you think about it, it, it is she wants this like yeah okay. especially the era that it was in too like 1989 like it, if it was on lover then then it's on the satisfied side of the chart sure even okay. if it's singing about someone else but with it being 1989 like she wasn't in a satisfied relationship at that point so I would say to the left now how how sexy or unsexy is it it's got it's got kind of some of that like breezy etherealness I but also, as we talk, or the like on the same line as this love I think yeah yeah it's get, does give me similar vibes to lover though like you can't have sex to you are in love with a one night stand yeah yeah <laughs> could we do mm. this is tough 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 so then maybe are we thinking like right in this tucked in this little corner right here then yeah yeah like right there I think that's, I think that's good. That was all I had written down, but on the playlist you made, is there any else that we were missing? I'm, I'm looking through it now. We've covered quite a lot of ground. Um, the one, the one outlier song that I put on here is Sparks Fly, because I think that might have been Taylor's foray into just like hinting at a sexy song that she could write. There's the lyrics like, you wrote my, your fingers through my hair, um, meet me at the staircase. But it's still in the speak now era. And it's also kind of on the yearning scale because you just have first met someone and the sparks are flying. Yeah. So I think, I think we could put it on the yearning, on the chart, on the yearning side, slightly above enchanted just like the tiniest bit because I do think it was maybe a hint of like what was to come but like not all the way out yearning like enchanted just like above right. it in terms yeah. of how I it think it's I don't think it's as yearning as August or Ivy okay so it's it's a little closer to gorgeous then in that regard like here perfect okay I think that's good wow we really we really added a lot 
this chart is looking much more full. It's so robust. What do you think people are going to take the most um, offense with out of the ones that we added? Like, what do you think is going to piss people off the most? I think a lot of it is, I'm going to be honest. Um, Cruel Summer, I think, is going to get people in a tizzy. Um, I think August still people are going to have issues with. I think people are going to maybe not see where we're coming from with Call It What You Want um, and Delicate and those more sensual songs. Mm -hmm. Style, I, I think, is a real personal one. So if you don't like personally like the musical arrangements or like the imagery or something like that, you are, you're going to be like, why is style so high? I honestly feel like that's how most of 1989 is because it's such that bridge it's a bridge album mm -hmm. not just tonally but also like lyrically between what red was right before it and then yeah. reputation is right after like it's just kind of floats around in the space of taylor swift like it doesn't really fall into any like genre like i mean it's very poppy but it's her it first it's her first pure pop album yeah for sure but like um, production on every single song varies so much. Like how are, how is style and you are in love on the same or like clean? Like how are those songs all on the same album? They sound they're so kind of, They're kind of tied together with sort of that like Jack Antonoff 80s synth <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we love Jack. We love Jack Antonoff. I do think people are, I think there's a general consensus about like the real sexy songs, the dresses, the false gods. I don't think we're gonna get much pushback there. No. I do think the, I don't wanna live forever, people were probably expecting it to be higher, so. Yeah, yeah, that one might upset people. It's gonna be the ones that are like really close to like any of the lines, I think that people are gonna yeah. be like, well, why? People still might also take offense with paper rings being so low, but I don't care, you cannot <laughs> sex to that song. <laughs> No. Even if you're freshly married with paper rings, you're not having sex to that. There might be there might be some pushback on Ivy, although I don't it was a very interesting choice for a sexy song, in my opinion. Yeah. But I I am dialed in on this chart. I'm locking it in. I am prepared to advocate for our choices and to mm -hmm. fight for them. I'm I'm really hoping this renewed version um destroys the internet. Um I will be putting it on TikTok. I'm gonna clean it up a little bit. Uh, you know what? You gotta have some controversial choices to get the discussion started. You exactly, know? exactly. If everyone agreed, that'd be boring. Also like, it, it would be one thing if we just put this out here without explaining it to anyone. We just, right. an hour and 10 minutes, explaining <laughs> it to people. Like, if you have questions, listen to the podcast. Like, and if you have been listening and just heard me say that, thank you so much for listening. Like, I'm so glad that you decided you were so curious and how we decided where each of the songs landed that you listened. We should tweet out the playlist too so people can listen. Oh yes, yeah, we can do that. When, yeah, I, I said this was gonna go out on Saturday morning, but I might, I might tweet it tonight and then do more of like an official push tomorrow just cause I, the weekend tends to be weird for getting attention on Twitter, I feel like, so. Cause all the people who work on Twitter leave Twitter for the weekend. Meanwhile, those of us who are like chronically online are just constantly scrolling from Friday. And unfortunately, to I'm both. So <laughs> I work on Twitter and I'm chronically online. So, oh, 
this has been a delightful way to spend my afternoon. Yeah, I'm I'm so grateful that we got to do this. I hope everyone loves it. And thank you for joining, Kaylee. Literally anytime. Thank you so much. Wow. I think we did well. I think yes, we that was good. Headed. I think that was good. We didn't go off on any like two spiral.